Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness. Brought to you by Element OP Productions. ElementOP.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Bang. Hey, everybody. The sound you just heard was the beginning of One Meal, One Workout. Episode number, uh, I believe it's 45. That's 45 for our bilingual listeners. Unless, of course, you speak Chinese and English, in which case that doesn't mean anything to you. So tonight, we're going to be discussing the paleo diet, the paleolithic diet, the caveman diet. There's all kinds of names for it out there. But basically, it means, well, we'll talk about what it means. But first, before we do that, let me introduce my hosts of the show, the co-hosts, the co-co-hosts, because we co-host the most together. And that is Mr. Don R. Sullivan. The co-co-hostess with the co-co-mostest or something. <laughs> and Mr. Mark Cockrell, the man behind the machine. Yeah, no Coco here. Sorry. He's a straight-up lavender man. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't think of an alternative to Coco. Lavender is not green, what you want to be. Green tea. <laughs> so how's it going He's, today, guys? You doing all right? I am doing well, thank you. Other than I had a moment of brief stupidity that's that's sticking with me and will for the last uh, for the next several days uh, tell us about that mark well um i was doing a number of of ill-advised things starting with standing in a chair mm-hmm. to to fix an lcd projector um and then when i went to step out of said chair i was trying to do more than one thing and i stepped on the side of my foot which quickly folded under me and i collapsed like a very large rag doll um, wow! Sprained my ankle and bruised myself, and then I, of course, the that was that was you know unpleasant. But the fact that I did it in a, in front of about thirty five fifteen uh, year olds uh, made it far worse. Um, that's always fun. So I sprung oh, up and said, "See, kids, that's why we don't stand in chairs." And tried to salvage some of my dignity. Yes, we here at One Meal One Workout recommend not doing what Mark did. Yes. <laughs> yes, don't don't injure yourself, and if you do so, do it in private. Yeah, you know, once I uh, I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt your story because I know there's more to it probably, but I was coming down the stairs in my high school from the library. The library was upstairs and it had a, about 15 steps down, then a landing, and 15 more steps down. And I was wearing boots because I did that at the time because I was attempting to fit in by picking a certain click and trying to act like them. So I was trying to act like the Roper clicks, what we called them back then. So I came down the first set of steps kind of too fast turned on the landing and stepped down on the first step in my cowboy boots and they slipped out from under me and I proceeded to go all the way to the bottom and slid out in the middle of the hallway on my back like a turtle from Mario Brothers and spun around a couple of times, stopped, looked around, thought nobody saw me, stood up, dusted myself off, turned around and there was three girls standing right there about 10 feet away. It was, <laughs> it was pretty humiliating. Yeah. We've all done it. I know. But uh, yeah. the, the worst part is every time I step, the, the pain shooting through my ankle reminds me that I was stupid. So, you know, it goes both ways. Wow. What so, I don't understand, though, Aaron, is why you had a click at your school based around the landlord from Three's Company. <laughs> the Ropers. Now, that was funny, Don. That was, that was the Ropers, not Roper. Nice. Uh, not Mr. Yeah. Roper. And then just yeah. a quick unrelated thing. Uh, okay. It's not news, but I was reminded today that uh, small children under the age of about 12 can either think or have an open bottle of glue in their hand. It is not possible for them to do both. As uh, soon as the glue opens, the brain's turned off, and they go, ooh, there's something that's not dripping with Elmer's. 
um, and there's no thought processes anymore. That's funny. It, it's uh, I think that's universal <sighs> across the, across the board. Yeah, that's that's my whole. That's all I got. Oh, okay, I thought you had frozen for a second. Just your image on on Hangout did for a second. So, Don, tell us about this paradigm that has now been shattered in your brain. I thought it was paradigm. Oh, thank Par- you. paradigm. Uh, sorry, I got distracted trying to remember where that came from. Paradigm. Um, yeah, I have to think. What's that guy's name? It was last week, Sean Kybel. Sean. Sean Kybel. Yes. Just kidding. We love you, Sean. You're awesome. Yes, I have to credit Sean, and I told him so after the show. Um, but I can't even remember exactly what he was talking about, other than I think he just said the term mud run, and for whatever reason, it just clicked in my brain that there are mud runs other than Tough Mudder. I've no. been focused on Tough Mudder training for, you know, I'm going to train for Tough Mudder. Whenever Tough Mudder comes to Jacksonville, I don't want to do Tough Mudder in Atlanta because it's the hardest one. Um, I want to try another one first so I don't embarrass myself in front of Aaron. Like I have one meal, one workout, one mud run. And, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, there was just this mental barrier. There was this paradigm right. blocking me. So yeah, I just decided all of a sudden that uh, I'll just go do one. I don't care what it is. Warrior Dash, Mega Mud Guys 2012. Mud, I don't, just don't I, do Mud Buddies. Mud Buddy? Yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about Mud Buddy, so I'll take well, that. I just won't be able to say it on the show when we talk about it without <laughs> laughing. <If> you do. <laughs> Don, I will spray some water in my backyard, and you can run up and down the we, hill. I'll do want. that. I'll do that. So I just decided I'm just going to go do a mud run. I don't care what it is. Um, so I just decided Jacksonville's close enough. We're in Jacksonville every weekend anyway. I'm going to go look at Jacksonville. And I found two that are, are, are close enough that it's not, uh, you know, nebulous goal um but still far enough out that i can actually train for them they're sh- i say train with air quotes even though only one person said to me because they're only 5k i've run 5k i don't think it's going to be a huge deal to crawl under some barbed wire in the process but we'll see how it goes um and what's cool is i decided that and then one of my co-workers actually i share an office with the guy he's the other help desk dude um was talking to me this week about some issues he's having with weight loss and whatnot. His wife is also having some issues with weight loss. And I said, I've been telling him how I'm kind of a moron because I want to go crawl under barbed wire and pay money for it. And I said, well, why don't you uh, start training with me and go and do it and you can invite your wife and we'll all do it together and blah, blah, blah. And he kind of laughed at it and he was like, you know what? That sounds fun. Um, I don't know if I want to do it or not. Go ask Jared. Jared's our boss. He said, go ask Jared. If Jared will do it, I'll go do it. Jared's not going to do it. He kind of convinced himself Jared wasn't going to do it. I go into Jared's office, and he says, let me talk to my wife. And he sent me a text message Friday night and said, we're in. Send me all the information you got. Awesome. So there's now. So so it was one of those, hey, Mikey, he likes it moments. Yeah, there's like five or six of us now that are going to go, um, allegedly going to go do this mud run. I'm excited. And. You said something about embarrassing yourself in front of me like you could do that. I mean, you're like, I, like I haven't already done it a thousand times. No, like, well, I'm just saying that, that there's met, nothing I you're going to do several. that wouldn't be just as embarrassing when I do it. <laughs> so like, you're going to yeah. be fighting to go over this wall and I'm going to come and float over it. <laughs> you know, um, is this, is this still an option for me to come down and join you if it, if the date works out? 
Um, we one of the caveats to him going was that I told him he could choose the date. It's either going to be August or September. The one in August is cheaper, which is the only reason that we would even consider it. Either one of those because would be fine with me. August equals plus one hundred plus degrees down here. So I'm from Sweeney, Texas. I live yeah. in hot Atlanta, and and I laugh at people when they say it's hot here. They say it's so hot, and I'm like, <laughs> you're so silly like that and they don't know what i'm talking about and they look at me strange but it's true um it's i grew up on the gulf coast of texas it's like living in florida pretty much so i'm not worried about the heat so if i if it's if if they're okay with a stranger guy coming down and that might have, might have to put their hands on my rear and to boost me over a wall um if they're okay with that level of intimacy with somebody <laughs> they've never met before uh then let me know the date, the time, and everything. I'd, I'd love to do it with you. Would it be okay if they did like the little stirrups with their hands and threw you over? Would that be okay? You, you, that helps to some point, but then there's just there's a point there when you still weigh over 200 pounds and you've got your foot like hung over the top of the wall and your hands on the wall and you can't just quite get yourself up there. That the only thing left down there to push on is your rear end. It's the uh, lowest point of gravity, <laughs> you know. So you just gotta grab it and shove. It's like the anchor on the boat. It is. <laughs> grab it, and that's the title of this show now. Grab it and shove. That's <laughs> <laughs> wrong show, Mark. That's a, that's a, that's periodic table. That's on Thursday nights, people at, at nine o'clock central. So, uh, yeah, talking about grab it and shove. That's what I'm going to be doing Saturday morning um, as I load my 26 foot moving truck because I, I hinted at possibly being in the the, the Pod Pod NX 3.0 beta this week but my wife actually has the room kind of broken down and is doing some painting in there so next wednesday i hope i will be up on the full bore of the pod pod annex 3.0 um in a nice quiet room with the camera in front of me so when i'm looking at the thing it doesn't look like i'm looking over like this the whole time to the side i can actually look toward the camera while i'm talking for those ones of you that watch us live on the stream um tony will be with me still in the background and uh it'll it'll be fun so uh, in the news, name this for week. a room in your house, by the way. Say what? <laughs> I I enjoy it, but really, could we get a longer name for a room in your house? The Pod Pod NX three point oh. It's probably yeah. in you know in vernacular, it'll be the office is what we'll call it at the house, but on the air, you, you know, we'll call it. I know, I know you. You'll call it Pod Pod NX three point beta for yeah. as long as it's no. It won't be beta. It'll be full bore. It'll be alpha. Uh, and the first time I make a change, it'll be 3.1, 3.2. And if I move it to another room, it'll be 4.0. <laughs> so, uh, do you have like a, a revision checking system, a version? Are you using GitHub for that? No, not really. Okay. Just on paper. Uh, so, this, you guys may have heard about this before. It, it actually came out the first of, uh, 21st of March or something like that. And this is a, in the news article. It's not really a fitness thing per se, it's just kind of an interesting health related topic. A man, 22 years old, the day before his 23rd birthday, posted a video on YouTube and basically said, I'm 600 plus pounds and I need help. Yes, he does. And he's got 1.7 million views, 2.2 million views, something like that. Ended up being spotlighted on his local news and is getting some help. Um, you know, and I, I, I feel horrible for the guy that he's gotten himself in this kind of situation. Um, but I'm glad that he was willing at least to ask for help. And a lot of people that end up being a shut-in, I'm assuming he probably is at that weight. He didn't. He looked like he didn't have a shirt on and hadn't shaved and things like that. It's hard for them to go down to the gym and get a trainer. You know, uh, they're the things that are more common to us that are still fairly mobile uh, and at least somewhere on the the average bell curve are not necessarily available to those people. And it takes some time, some uh, some. Uh, drastic things so if you're that person out there and you're listening and you may be listening to this podcast out of desperation because uh 
you need help. I'm not saying film a video of yourself and put it on YouTube and, and that be your only thing. If you don't get a million hits, go, oh, well. But ask for help with to somebody somewhere. There, there's There's got to be somebody you can... You can ask uh, whether it's a neighbor or a family member to, to help you get some help. And if ask I put the link in the show notes, ask, ask us. us. Yeah, that'd be good. We can help. Um, we I'll will help you. Show people. notes if, if you're interested in watching the video and just hearing what the guy really has to say. So, all right, today I already hinted at earlier. We're going to talk about the paleo diet, the paleolithic diet. It's 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 a fad diet in the sense that it's popular right now. So we can call it a pop diet. Would that be true? Can we say it a pop diet? It's that not makes a it sound like diet. all you do is you, drink soda. It's not a hip hop diet. Yeah, so it, I was thinking that too. I don't want say? to drink a lot of Coke. That that makes it sound it's like a, all you do is drink sodas. Place. If it's a pop. Oh diet. yeah, no, I'm from Texas. We don't call it. Pop, yeah, it's a Coke, be a Coke in diet. Texas. Yeah. What kind <laughs> of Coke you got? Oh, I got Mountain Dew. I got root beer. I got Dr Pepper. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a diet right now that's in the news. Got a lot of buzz around it. Right. Uh, becoming more popular. And but basically, it's, it's probably if you buy into the hype, it's like the oldest diet ever. So you can't sure, really call right. it a new diet. No, no, I guess not. Well, it, it originally it was diet, the noun, not diet, the verb. We've talked about that before. You know, there's two definitions for the word diet. Uh, one is a noun, which means the things a person or creature habitually eats. And then there's a diet in the sense of eating a special way for a certain amount of time in an attempt to lose or gain weight. So most people go on a diet, they don't change their diet. And that's the problem because when you go on a diet, then you're eventually you're going to go off the diet and that's when you get the yo-yo effect and all that kind of thing. So basically the paleo diet, the idea is to eat like a caveman, to eat like humans did uh, if you're an evolutionist and not a strict creationist 10,000 years ago. That's a whole different podcast. Uh, 10,000 years ago. And basically if you can go out and knock it in the head and eat it, pull it out of the ground and eat it or pick it off a tree and eat it, it's okay. They uh, so the perfect paleo diet would be raw fruit and vegetables, nuts, um, pure meats, and when the when I say pure, that means not grain fed. I mean that would be like a organic, uh, wild uh, meats, things like that. Because if you if it's grain for it, grain fed, it changes the the omega uh, fatty acid things, and people know more about chemistry than I do. Know all the kind of things that it does, but what we eat for a cow that we eat that's been fed hay. And things like that is different than if you were to go kill a bison that had lived on the plains. Um, well, one's a cow and one's a buffalo. But if you had a buffalo <laughs> that you fed to, and then you had a buffalo that lived on the plains, the grasses and things they ate would be different. Grass-fed versus grain-fed, that kind of thing. So, and what it excludes, you have those things you do eat, is you don't eat grain. You don't eat, um, you know, our agrarian culture that we have now. You don't eat rice. You don't eat wheat. You don't eat rye. You don't eat salt and sugar, uh, anything that's processed or refined. Basically, no processed foods whatsoever. Nothing in and a the box. The big one that kind of surprised me was dairy. You also don't eat dairy because apparently cavemen 10,000 years ago were too busy running from um, giant creatures. I don't know if they were giant creatures 10,000 years ago. Let's pretend they were. T Rex is huge, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, but he was like 10 million years ago. So. They were too busy doing whatever cavemen did 10,000 years ago. Nice shirt, by the way, Mark, to worry about keeping cows and feeding cows and milking cows and shaking butter and all that kind of stuff. So dairy apparently was not a big part of their diet. Eggs, on the other hand, because you can just go gather those out of bird's nest, uh, are apparently okay. So uh, Don, Mark, you have anything you want to jump in there on that? Is that did, I, did I hit that on the, on the head pretty good, Mark? I mean, yeah. uh, Don and Mark, but I know yeah. Don's read a lot about it. Mark, you have some friends that are doing it now. Yes, I do know uh, a number of people. One, one in particular who has uh, lost over a hundred pounds 
uh, simply by changing her diet with a noun, the noun diet. There you go. Well, and we have had Steve Cam on the show before, and mm-hmm. I think we mentioned it in the uh, we did. Nerd Fitness Podcasts, the, the two-part series, but he is a big proponent of it, Epic. and he actually has a very in-depth article on nerdfitness.com. Um, there's plenty of sources out there, though. Like Aaron said, this is a pretty popular diet right now, so there's plenty there's, of places to dig in. We're giving you the very high-level overview of the paleo diet here. Right, and there's a couple of books that are kind of the, the, the tomes of note for uh for the paleo diet don if you don't mind while we're while i'm blabbering would you grab the nerd fitness link to the paleo diet and throw it in the show notes and i'll make sure that ends up in the the show notes so people don't have to hunt for it so it's actually a little bit controversial it's one of those things um where you've really got two camps you've got the traditionalists who say this diet doesn't really shown to help anything it's ranked like 24th out of 24 diets and 21st out of 24 diets and and all that kind of stuff and they the people have slammed it and said it just doesn't work uh, for whatever reasons, but then there's other people who are proponents that say, you know, five out of the last seven studies done showed it's the most best diet in the entire world. So it's another one of those, another one of those things where you got two camps fighting over what's what's true and what isn't true. Um, my anecdotal experience um, in my own life over the last two years and the last 43 years of what I've eaten is that I would suspect, and this is what um, well, let me let me back up. The people who smash it say benefits from it from a real paleo diet if you can eat a, tra- a, a traditional real paleo diet are actually pretty um uh, what's the word not justifiable uh evidential because it is lots of fruit lots of grain lots of uh, vegetables and lean meats and those are good for you and, and offal is another one i didn't even know what the word i'd always heard the word offal and always read the word offal and some reason i always match the word offal with the word carry on and it's really not, or it's you know what guts. the word it's, Yeah, it's the guts. Yeah, kidney, entrails, that stuff. Yeah, it's the, it's the sweet meats, <laughs> yes. the heart, the liver, those kind of things. Yeah, so, so the goodies. Uh, I was, I was say, just that's gonna, part of that's one of the other main things that they eat is they eat lean muscle and then guts. Yeah, I was just gonna uh, to make the point that um, it's not so much that uh, the fact that this diet uh, is restrictive or anything uh, that makes it controversial uh it, it's it's the fact that um that they're what they say uh what strict adherence to it say uh, what they call poison they you know for them oatmeal is poison you know right. and so they get a little crazy on that end but but in terms of what you're actually eating uh uh whole grain uh uh well, no, no, no grains, but uh, uh, fruits and vegetables and, and whole meats. Uh, you really can't poke a hole in that from a dietary right. standpoint. It does meet all the needs. It gets everything you do. It's when they get a little nuts about saying, if you ever eat a Twinkie, you have ruined your entire life. It's that yeah, well, thing that, that gives them a bad reputation. Right. It's the soapbox they get on that says, the human body's not made to digest grain. That's not the way we were created. And they, they, they spend, they, right. I say they, I mean people who are, um, big advocates of the paleo in the paleo camp, they get real hardcore about that. Our body's not made to eat this way. You know, we, we've got to eat the way we were designed. And there is some truth to that. I mean, I don't think that there was anybody a thousand years ago eating what I had for a snack this afternoon, which was a little Mac and cheese snack thing about this big. Right. Um, and I put it in the microwave and it, and cause it, and it had this white powder in it and it said on the package, um, Take the cheese sauce after you've cooked it and put it in there. 
you know, the white there's you'll see white powder in there with the macaroni leave it's the supposed white to powder. be there yeah huh leave the white powder yeah leave the white powder it's supposed to be in there for the cooking purposes and i'm like okay so they got a mysterious white powder in my macaroni and cheese and anyway it, it was kind of scary it was funny because i've had this in my drawer for months and months and months and uh i wanted a little snack this afternoon i, I had finished my other snacks that i had in there yesterday and it was between that and some oatmeal and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have, I'm, we're going to talk about the paleo did not diet tonight, which is, you know, raw fruits and vegetables and <laughs> super lean natural meats. So I'm going to eat this macaroni and cheese just to see how nasty it is. And let me tell you, mysterious white powder. I took three bites of it and threw it away. It was nasty. I, I actually like those and eat them fairly regularly. They're <laughs> less than 200 calories and they're relatively filling. And the white powder, by the way, is just starch, it makes the sauce yeah. thicker. Now, was yours, the one you eat, Mark, is it the little tortellini type shells or is it the regular noodle noodles like regular macaroni and cheese? No, it's just Kraft mac and cheese. Yeah, see, this was a little little round thing, a little styrofoam cup with the lid. You peeled the lid off and you just nuked it. And then you put the cheese sauce in there and the, the cheese sauce was already like nacho cheese in a packet. Oh, okay, I've never had that then. Yeah, so you're talking about the, in, you're talking about the Handy Mac or whatever, right? Right, Easy Something, Mac, I think it's called. Easy Mac, yeah. Now, those are, those are not bad as far as anti-paleo foods uh <laughs> but this thing this was a mutant i don't know what this thing was but i don't recommend them so uh back to the story um so if you if you take the whole philosophical we weren't made to eat that way you're crazy if you think you can do that and just put that aside and get down to the nuts and that's that's funny the nuts that's, and fruits of it um it's eating healthy good foods um they're trying to stay away from all the things that we do to food to preserve it uh, and process it and, you know, all the chemicals that we, we do add chemicals to our foods lots of times to, to condition them or make them last longer and things like that. So, you know, it's, it seems on the surface to me, and I haven't gone full bore on this yet, and I probably will never be able to go full bore because my wife wants pasta and breads and we'll continue to eat those. Um, we'll talk about that in a second, but it seems to me to be something that would be good for you. And they say, though, that a true paleo diet is actually hard to eat in modern times. And uh, that kind of takes us to our next section, the pros and cons. Number one is it could be, it can be a little costly. Um, the fr fresh vegetables are not too expensive, but I think most people know that fresh fruit can be, especially if you're looking for specific things. You know, if it's out of season here um, and you're having to get the Costa Rican strawberries or whatever, I'm just making that up. I don't know if strawberries actually come from Costa Rica. I know bananas do because I've been to a banana uh, plantation in Costa Rica, but that's a whole different story as well. The fruits can be expensive. If you eat a lot of fruit, it can be expensive. Um, lean cuts of meat are always the most expensive. If you take an animal and the, you get the leanest cut of meat on them, without exception, is always the most expensive. And particularly the organic, uh, you know, grass-fed, grass antibiotic-free, yeah. that stuff, because it's niche, is very mm -hmm. expensive. Right. So, you know, if and and I'll again talk about this in a second. I, if we if I go paleo, it will be some kind of modified thing, which I'm not going to probably try to get grass-fed meats, but I'll eat leaner meats, which I already do. Um, and I will probably still have the occasional poison, i.e. simple, simple, um, simple starches, you know, breads and grains, um, because I'm married to my wife and she's a great cook and, and I like to eat with her. So that's the thing. It's so number one on my pros and cons list is it can be a little costly. 
And, uh, de- and depending on how far you go with it, you know, there, there are some who would say that uh, uh, cattle animal animals are unacceptable because you know we we should things that we heard cows don't count because right. they're so genetically engineered that that uh, chickens are okay and and wild fowl, fowl and to some degree pork but uh, anything that we've domesticated doesn't count again that's okay. that's going real overboard with it but uh, right. um, I think some people need extremism to be able to stick with anything I think that's the only way they can get things done is if they get something to tie, tie yeah. grab hold of right it becomes a cause Something to champion. So my second reason of my pros and cons, and this is just things I've kind of put together through websites and and little research and my own observation is sometimes it can make it hard to eat socially. Anytime you're eating something that is other than the norm, it can be more difficult to eat socially. Your friends want to go out for pizza. Okay. What are you going to do? Your friends want to go to Subway. Okay. What are you going to do? Just about anywhere you go out to eat is going to be difficult. And most dinner parties and things like that, unless you're going to a paleo friend's house, are going to involve some kind of food that is not paleo friendly a lot of times. Now, if you if you have good friends like I do, like Don, Mark, and my other friends here, and if they know I was eating that way, I guarantee you that if I went to their house, they would have some things that I could eat. Because I know that's true because it already is true uh, because I can't eat fowl, poultry. I can't eat it. And every time I go to my friend's house, they always say, don't worry, there's no chicken broth in this soup, and we pick pork instead of chicken, and they always have options for me. And two of our very best friends have gluten, uh, you know, gluten uh, intolerance, celiac disease. What we had Laura Field on talking about it, and we do the same thing when they come over here. It's no problem. You just have to plan ahead. But that does make it a little trickier socially. Don, were you going to say something, or were you just give me the power fist because you agreed with me? You need a cause power fist. All right. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure. Yeah, we've had Jen on the show. Jen, Jen is one of those folks. She's yep. discussed celiac disease with us before. Mm-hmm. And they are it's, wonderful people. So yes, we'll they throw are. that out there. Hey, Jen. Hey. Uh, and then one of the positives, though, for me, and, you know, when I started my journey almost two years ago now, I, I said, and we, like we were just talking about, I'm not going to go on a diet because if I go on a diet, then I'm going to come off of a diet. I'm going to try to make changes to the way I eat that are sustainable. And the good thing about the paleo diet, it is something you can do long term. It's not something like the Eat a grapefruit for breakfast, eat a grapefruit for lunch, drink a shake for dinner for six weeks, and you'll lose the weight you want to lose. You know, is the way you're eating when you start the paleo diet is the way you'll be eating a year from now and the way you'll be eating five years from now and that kind of thing because it really is a diet noun versus a diet verb. And from everybody I know who's done it, it's a very satisfying way to eat. You don't feel deprived like you might if you went low carb uh, yeah. necessarily. You don't feel... Um, um, deprived yeah you're not hungry you're eating you're eating you can eat lots and you can eat lots of fat uh as long as it's good natural fat you know uh the brain likes fat the body likes Mm -hmm. fat for a reason and and the paleo diet is actually pro-fat it's just the right kind of fat you know coconut oil and and beef tallow and lard and and yeah lots of fish and and things like that olive oil is sort of a quasi paleo acceptable uh so there, there are things that you can buy at the grocery store there you don't have to go out of the way to get them and you can eat really satisfying things you can eat bacon every morning bacon and eggs every day if you want yeah you know and that's one of the things that that's great about fresh vegetables especially is with very few exceptions you can just about eat all the vegetables you want you can eat to your stuffed on vegetables all the time right uh, with with very few exceptions and the same way with fruit to, to a lesser degree in fact to the point that weight watchers which we've we've talked about weight watchers on the show quite a bit because it is such a great plan they you know fruits and vegetables don tell me if i'm wrong but fruits and vegetables pretty much now are zero points 
for Weight Watchers. Zippity doodah. They say yeah, please again, eat them. With a couple of exceptions, um, avocados. I think bananas are in there. Um, yeah, very very few things that you can't just go crazy on. And it's because they're good they for get- you. They fill you up. They got great healthy things. And most and the truth is, Weight Watcher knows if you eat that half a cup of green beans, you're less likely to eat a cookie. You know, because you'll be more full. And those omega three fatty acids, I think it is. Again, I'm not a I'm not a food scientist. Um, that are in nuts and are in fish. Those are also, if I remember correctly, one of the chemicals that tells your brain that you're full. It gives you the fullness um, sensation chemically, if I remember right. I may be making that up, but if it isn't true, it should be. And that's the stance <laughs> I'm taking on it. So, uh, and it's not a fad diet, which is the other good thing. You know, Jenny, not not knocking Jenny Craig. I don't know her personally. Or uh, what's the, what's one of the other ones where you buy your food? Nutrisystem. Uh, Nutrisystem. Thank you. Not knocking Jenny Craig or Nutrisystem. Or Vasalis. I have several friends that are doing the Vasalis shake method. Or uh, uh, what's the other? Uh, the cookie diet. Nutrisy- <laughs> not Nutrisystem. Yeah, the cookie diet. The, there's a, the one I'm thinking, metabolic research type thing where you, you, you join their plan and you buy their shakes and you buy their protein bars. And the thing about those is, when I say fad diet, again, is you're not eating, quote unquote, real foods, natural things. You're having to, you're having to, your part of your diet is being sourced from a single vendor. Does that make sense? You can only get your Jenny Craig meals if you're on the Jenny Craig plan from Jenny Craig. You can only get your Nutrisystem meals from Nutrisystem. And I, I know they make allowances and they teach you how to eat outside of that, but the idea of you're, you're kind of handcuffed and tied into these programs and their products, which is the reason they do them, their business. You know, I, I think the people who do them obviously want people to be healthier, but they also want to make money. Um, it's, but the paleo diet, it uses real food. Every grocery store in the entire world has food at it. You can go to any grocery store. Well, I'll say that. There's probably some in Russia that don't. But any grocery store in the United States, you can go into that grocery store and you can buy fruit and you can buy vegetables and you can buy lean meats that you don't have to in order Soviet online. Russia, supermarket buys you. <laughs> you don't have to order. You don't have to wait for your shakes to come in. It's, it's, a, real, it's a real food diet. So, ooh, that's a that's a good tag. It's a it's a the paleo diet. It's a real, it's food, a real diet. food diet. So, you know that, that's pretty much it. I just I've uh, I've been talking about it. We've talked about it on the show. We mentioned it. We touched on it briefly when Steve Cam was on. Uh, something Cheryl and I've been talking about uh, um, doing ourselves, kind of switching more toward paleo, which is more fruits, more vegetables, more lean meat moving even further away from the grains and things like that. And there's whole books out there about you know there's a book called Wheat Belly that's pretty pretty popular and controversial and there's a whole the whole celiac um whole celiac gluten-free. Uh, gluten-free you know debacle that's going on with all the people that are being found to have that issue and all the problems that's causing so i don't know um what do you guys think well it's definitely something it's it's like anything else uh, you know no, there's nothing new under the sun like you say it's it's something that the idea the the hype tells you that it's it's the it's the diet that's been around the longest, but you know uh, there's plenty of takes on it. I'm actually I've been reading a little bit. My boss gave me a book called What the Bible Says About Healthy Eating, um, and um, yeah, the Daniel very, diet. That's what another one. The Daniel diet. Right yes, Daniel Fast, yes, yeah. it's the same concept. Um, you know of of these very basic foods that um, the idea is that these are the foods that God gave to man, and and there's rules in the Bible, and they're not just for you to follow to be, you know, biblically clean because this was Old Testament stuff, but because, 
if you believe that God created you, then you b- would believe logic would tell you that he knows how your body works and what fuels it best and what's intended to be food. And it's all this whole food stuff, these fruits and these vegetables and these lean meats. Um, it's the same idea. So you actually get pasta. You could look into that, Aaron. But there's um, there's folks have been looking into that one for years and years and years. Um, like you say, gluten-free uh, is very similar. You know, it doesn't leave you a lot. I mean, Atkins, if you look at it in the South Beach diet, if you start cutting out a lot of that stuff, at its core, you end up with a lot of these things, fruits and veggies and meats and whole whole foods. Um, but, oh, here's here's a package of stuff, too. you got to look out for that. Right. They'll show you the South Beach bars or whatever. <laughs> so, well, if, if uh, Aaron, just a, a programming note, is it your plan to periodically introduce a diet and, and talk about it, uh, you know, just because there are so many out there, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be uh, something that we could do. You know, I don't want to make this the, the every diet every week show, but it could be interesting yeah. to do it periodically like we've done today with the paleo diet. And actually, that's something we've had. Don and I were joking about this last week. We were cut, cut, you know, working on a topic for the show uh, via email that this is something we've had in the show notes, uh, in the show list, show idea notes since like episode five <laughs> to talk about different diets. And we just always had something else to talk about. Uh, you know, we talked, I guess we've kind of focused, uh, featured Weight Watchers. And so Paleo is our second one. <clears throat> and I think that is, Mark, something we can continue to do because. We're here to entertain, encourage, and educate. And while I said I won't ever necessarily say this is the diet for you to everybody and, and become a super big um, touting proponent of a particular diet as far as the podcast goes, I don't mind telling people what I'm doing. And I definitely don't mind educating and putting the evidence for each one, uh, however it stands up out there. You know, uh, there's a book called uh, The Paleo Diet. If you really want to know, all about the paleo diet. This is kind of the Bible of the paleo diet, to use that kind of ludicrous term. Uh, it's called <laughs> the paleo diet, lose weight and get healthy by eating the food you were designed to eat. And this guy does believe in the whole, this is the way you were meant to, to eat. Uh, and this is the one Steve Cam pulls a lot from, from Nerd Fitness. And it's uh, got a lot of information, uh, obviously, about the paleo diet. It's an entire book. So um, if you're really interested in this, is this something you might consider? You go read Nerd Fitness, Steve Cam stuff about it. Pick up a copy of this via elementop.com forward slash Amazon and um, find out what the what the deal is. Now, if you're a listener right now, if you're listening and you've, you're yelling at the TV, at the TV, uh, <laughs> yelling at the TV, yelling, yelling at your iPod saying, I've been doing the paleo diet for six years and you're all wrong. It is a, what we designed to eat. Or I tried the paleo diet and I gained 4,000 pounds. Whatever you have. If you have an opinion about the paleo diet, we'd love to hear it. Absolutely. So email me at double A, that's A-A-R-O-N, at one meal one workout.com and let me know about the paleo diet and what you think about it. I'm going to be honest with you. <clears throat> like I said, my wife um, loves pasta uh, and I do too and loves bread and I do too. And she's not willing to give up those things. And I don't blame her. It's, it's, you know, she's not as overweight as I am or ha- ever has been. Um, but she is willing to work with me and support me in anything I do. So basically her last statement to me was, you make out the menu. Because I just said, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to just shift this a little more toward more fruits, more vegetables, less grain. And she said, just make out the menu. And so that's what we're going to do. Once we get settled in the new house, um, we're going to start probably next week. Um, hopefully we'll get a menu made up this weekend, try to get to the store in the midst of all the moving because otherwise we have no food and we'll continue to eat out like we've done all day this week, all week this week. 
Uh, I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to do a little bit of fruit, a couple of vegetables, and some kind of lean meat, and just kind of make that the standard dinner, at least for dinner. You know, if I still end up eating Subway at lunch sometimes, that's fine. But uh, trying to do that for dinner and, and see if that um, how that affects me physically. See if I feel like I have energy. Feel, see if I feel healthier. See if I feel better. See if I feel full. And just kind of see how that goes, and I'll report back as it as it happens. Mark, Don, any other thoughts on the paleo diet? I, I what while I'm not the type of person to make such a radical change as that, a lot of it makes a lot of sense. And and one of the things that I'm working to do with with my own uh, life and my family is to uh, reduce the amount of processed foods in general. I mean if if you think about it in the in the purest sense of the word, processed food has some uh to to a greater or lesser extent some part of the digestion process done for you. You know, uh, that uh that uh that pasta with the enriched wheat flour, you know, that is that is all so broken down that your body is just absorbing that. There's no effort involved in in uh in the digestion. And so, yeah, that's kind of the the the, the one point of the whole paleo thing that makes sense to me is that uh the eating the process of refueling your body should take some effort. And and if you're eating things that are are so processed that they're pre-digested for all intents and purposes, it makes sense that you should, you should eat less of them because it requires less energy to pro to, to digest them. So, right. you know, uh, evils of this chemical and that chemical aside, it just seems to make logical sense to, to, uh, you know, just like you make your body work at the gym, make it work to, to digest as well. Yeah. And that's kind of, that was kind of my take on it too, Mark. It just, it seems it's hard to imagine that something that mankind has processed is going to be better for you than something God created. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just hard to, hard to fathom that. Speaking of that, um, things that are healthy for you, our healthy recipe tip this week is, uh, is a food network thing. Again, I think we've mentioned the food network before and it's just an article, um, on their blog at the food network blog, the healthy eats part of it called better breakfast, eight healthiest breakfast foods. And the very first one, the very top of the article, it has a beautiful picture of uh, almost looks like French toast. I'm not sure. I don't think it is though. Um, and here I'm just going to read through the, the the top the the items. Just bam, 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 and you can go read the article at, on at your own pace whenever you'd like. Non-fat Greek yogurt. Now that definitely isn't paleo, um, no. but it's good and it's pretty healthy as far as the amount of fat and things like that for you. Oatmeal again, not paleo. But uh, choose rolled or steel-cut oats. I have no idea why it's better to cut your oats with steel than with barbed wire or something like that, but apparently they're, they're better for you. I don't know. Berries, blueberries, strawberries, raspberries. There we go. There's some paleo for you. Peanut butter. I guess if you take your peanuts and you crush them up and you get the supernatural peanut butter that tastes like it's, you know, motor oil or something <laughs> like that, you know. The, the, oh, that you know, sounds the, so good. The shoe lube, the, the tire lube. Uh, the stuff eggs. you got to mix up, it's really good. Man, give it a break. Um, eggs are on the list. Flax seeds, both of those are great. Cottage cheese, I guess that could be paleo. You just, you know, milk a cow and leave it sitting outside. I'm not sure. And then uh, whole grain cereals. So they're kind of, a, since we're talking about paleo today, they're kind of 50-50 on paleo approved, but everything on there is going to be low fat, um, good for you as far as what traditionally is considered good for you, whether it's poison or not is up. Actually, still, Aaron, a dairy is not paleo. So anything dairy is yeah, unacceptable. Yeah, we talk, Yeah, I was joking about the cottage cheese yeah. thing because we, we did mention that earlier that you, they didn't catch cows and milk them and all that kind of stuff. So eggs, though, are okay. Eggs are not considered dairy, I'm right. assuming. 
dairy refers to milk, not yeah, milk products from domesticated animals. Because I guess if you try to catch a deer and hold it to milk, it is probably could go bad for you. It would be a bad situation. Uh, so wild animal milk is probably not too good. So anyway, <clears throat> enough rambling. Go buy yourself a bushel of a a bushel of um something healthy and eat it and call yourself a paleo. One thing that was on the list that I was kind of surprised at, guys, was legumes on the con list. The con. I thought they'd be on the pro, but they were on the con. So, Mark, tell us what the definition of a legume is, wordsmith. Well, that's beans and peas and anything that grows underground, essentially. Yeah, so... Potatoes? Um, potatoes would be a tuber, wouldn't it? Because uh, uh, beans... Yeah. Beans... That was an uh, overly simplified explanation. Thank you for pointing it out, Don. Yes, you're welcome. Well, uh, um, a legume... <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry about that. Alfalfa, clover... Peas, beans, lentils, lupins, mesquite, carobs, soy, and peanuts. So, some things that we thought I would, you know, I would think when you say fruits and vegetables, I'm thinking I'm gonna jump all over the beans. But beans apparently are not, not so much. Peas, not so much. It's more of the fruit, the fruity vegetables, and the actual the tubers like carrots, potatoes are all, they're yeah, okay. And, and I think the reason for that is that. Almost all of the, the the beans and peas that we have today are cultivated they products. Are. They don't exist in nature. Like corn, as we know, it doesn't exist in nature. And corn is not considered acceptable paleo. So the, the idea is going back to the things that the ground grows without people needing to be there. Right. Step, rule number one, ask yourself, does it require radiation or DNA splicing to create it? If the answer <laughs> is yes, don't eat it. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh Anything else on the paleo? Last chance on the paleo. We've already done the health recipe tip. We're coming back to the paleo because the healthy recipe tip pointed us back to it. Yes, no, good. All right. Mark, I'm just going to jump in there and say, if you're with us now, if this is your very first podcast that you've listened to, take a moment, go to elementop.com, check out everything that's there. The other podcasts of the Element OP Network, our forums, um, there's all kinds of information there at elementop.com who hosts this podcast for us each and every week. Uh, so check them out. And then, you, as I said before, you can email me, A-R-O-N at one meal one We're live every week at 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 Central. If you want to join in the conversation, jump in the chat room, uh, tell us we don't know what we're talking about, and we will agree with you most of the time. Um, that would be fantastic. And uh, I think that's about it. It's going to be a, a, a succinct show today. And I'm just going to end it as I always do. Remember, before starting any diet or exercise program, including eating like a caveman, it's recommended that you consult your healthcare provider.